guys, welcome to our first ever after show for Real Country. So, take a shot, take a drink, have a smoke, and start to think and join us. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz All right, yes! So excited! Country girls are back in the house! We've been, uh, you know, a little lost without having our Nashville, so we are so happy to have a country fix and a new one for us. We are now in the reality show competition realm. So, hey guys, we're doing we're breaking down real country. I'm one of your hosts, JJ Jurgens, and I'm joined by these two beauties. Hello, everyone. I'm Arsa Serafini. Hey, everybody. I'm Violet Kanyan. So, we're going to break down the show for you, give you our thoughts on this new one. We just, you know, didn't know what to expect. Really enjoying the ride tonight. So, we'll break down the competition. We'll give you a little background on some of the hosts, and we'll again kind of pick some of our. Go, we're going to go with the theme that they do each year and at the or each episode, and we're going to pick our favorite country drinking song too for you. Hey. So, all right, guys. So let's just start out with overall first impression of the show. What did you think? I'm kind of, I'm actually really happy that it's very different from like the American Idols and the voice and all of that. So they didn't try to do like a country American Idol or anything like that. So it, it has its own unique flavor to it. And I really like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was fun. It was very fast paced, high energy. It didn't feel like the big, grandiose pressure that we have with the voice in American Idol, though, like those big singing shows already. So, and I like it. It seems simple. It's a simple concept. And it was funny. There's a mm-hmm. lot of humor in it that I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think great personalities, great people, you know, great hosts. Um, just really, just really well done. There was part of me that found out, at first I was a little bummed when I was like, oh wait, like, fans at home can't like interact yeah. and vote mm-hmm. with it but but again with you guys I'm like yeah you know what I like this because that is already done on those other shows so I like that there's a new you know fresh approach and Absolutely. one thing that's cool is if you do miss an episode which you shouldn't but if you do you can just jump right back in the following week and you didn't really you don't have to follow it so much because yeah. it's not the same acts every week so I think that's kind of cool yeah, totally yeah. Agree. and I think it helps that the songs that they pick are already past hit songs so in a way it does make each episode somewhat timeless because mm-hmm. it's not like they have the challenge do the biggest pop song of that month or whatever they're picking classic songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I really like the format so let's, um, so let's start with do you want to you have a little background for us on some of the, of the hosts yeah. or people that need a little refresher of some of the past the, the hosts and the panelists that we have we have Shania Twain and Travis Tritt and Jake Owen, a little bit of the credibility Shania Twain, I mean, should go without speaking. But for those who may not know and been <laughs> living under a rock, she obviously um, has sold over 100 million records, making her one of the top female-selling artists for pop and country. And, and she's been around since forever. And, and she's won five Grammy Awards, wow. so obviously... Huge in that sense. Songwriter Awards. She's on the Canadian Walk of Fame. And she's also on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's how big of an artist she is. And she's had a residency in Las Vegas. So you got to be like top icon to do that. Um, for Travis Tritt, he's been doing this since the age of 26. He, he's, he's been in it since the 80s. Uh, he's been a member of the Grand Ole Opry since ni- 1992. He's had seven platinum or higher albums within the country mm-hmm. and he he used to be signed with wb records that's how he started um and he's now with columbia records and he also 
Grammy Award winning. He has two Grammys. And Jake Owen, he's a little bit newer compared to Shania Twain and and Travis, but he's been around for a, a good solid like 12, 13 years now. Uh, he's signed with RCA, and he won awards back in 2009 for ACM Top New Male Artist, a vocal artist of the year, and he's also won American Country Music Award, or sorry, American Country Award for Breakthrough Artist of the Year. And uh, he's tr- he's traveled and opened for all the big greats like Kenny Chesney, Keith Urban. I mean, you name them, he's done them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So some credibility for <laughs> the panelists there, and that's and, why they're on the show. And then also the host, Graham Bunn, who was at Go Country yeah, out here. For a lot of LA people are used to hearing him on their morning rides. Yeah, I'd listen to Graham every single morning mm-hmm. on 105.5 Country. No country. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and for, for the host, so he has a lot of experience within the country music world as well, and it's very fitting that he's also yeah. the host. Yep, agree. Now, what did you think Jake had to endure a few jabs from yes. Travis through the night? Yeah, about new country versus <sighs> back in the day. What did you guys feel about that? I'm, I could totally see where Travis Tritt is coming from. I mean, I personally love that, like, early 90s kind of going uh, around 2005, I think it started turning. But I, I love today's country. I love the old country. But I can see why he thinks the older country is the real country because today it's a little more pop. It's a little more rock. Um, and... <laughs> poor, poor Jake. <laughs> I mean, he has a honky tonk song now, so hey, it doesn't get more country than that. That's true. I, I think it's it's fun to see the different types of country generations. Also, I mean, mm-hmm. Jake, he obviously has appreciation for the classics of country, but it's good that he's there because he does bring in the younger demographic mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. listening to country now compared to the people who might be older and like us. Um, who listen Wait to it in the, like in the 80s and 90s who are more familiar with that type of music compared to the people who are listening in the, the mm-hmm. 2000 era. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I think it's, it's I like having the balance of them all. Um, and I think it's just, just like all music today, whether it's rock, country, anything. You know, you do have those legends and all where it all started, but... <laughs> Thing just like anything else has to change and kind of ebb and flow with the the changing times. Yeah. So it's like I think there's a good appreciation for for all years of country music. I yeah. kind of like that Shania is on, is on the panel because I feel like she was one of the first artists to make that transition between country and pop. I mean, before she was like the original and Taylor Swift mm. doing it. Um, so it, I feel like it's like the the three perfect people, the three different eras of country mm-hmm. sitting on that panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a good fit, and I like the chemistry between all mm-hmm. of them. They're mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, should we start breaking down the competition? Yes. Do let's. Okay, so this was fun. So we have round one. And so first up, we see the Young Fables, and this is who Shania found. What did you guys think of them? They're um, like the pure, you know, soul country uh, I'm not crazy about that type of music, but I thought their voices were amazing. Oh, my God. She was so good. Her voice is incredible. Very, very pure. Um, they are good. Yeah, I, I, was like, I liked her voice. Um, I think she brought more to the stage than West did. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, and he did, like, good vocal backup, but, like, she had more presence on the stage. Um, I like them together. They are cute, and they had chemistry in themselves, mm-hmm. and they touched upon their, their romantic relationship, mm-hmm. um, but not memorable. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they're, they didn't feel original or memorable. They're, I really liked their sound, um, and I did think they complemented each other well. They're a 
they're an artist artist that I would love to see actually in a, a tiny little venue, mm. you know, like the ones we have out here, like Hotel Cafe yeah. or like Nashville Roundtable, the smaller things. I just think having them probably just sit there and play acoustically would just be like, you know, amazing. Um, but I'm with you. I don't know that I was like just in, in awe. I thought mm. they, I thought they were solid, solid sound, but. Yeah. Good. Not, yeah. Good. It didn't grab Good. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they sang Two More Bottles of Wine. Such a fun song. Mm-hmm. It's a fun song. If you listen to the original, it's more like upbeat, very kind of pop rocky mm-hmm. in, in a bit. And Emily Harris is just amazing. And uh, I, it was a really fun song, it, but it wasn't as big as it could have been mm-hmm. from the original that I know. Mm. All right, so they got four stars for that. Okay, so next up. <laughs> I see this just right. Four. Yeah, By just, fan just four. Yeah, just voting. So, like, the first one was fan voting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So what did you think about the second group, Adair's Run? Sing um, a little dust I on felt, the bottle. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed with that song. I will listen to it every day on repeat. I love it. I know it's an older song, but I don't care. I love it. Um, I think I thought they did a good job. I thought the feedback was really good from Travis Tritt saying, you guys did great, but if you're going to do it, put your own twist on it. It sounded like just like the record. Um, I feel mm. like they... They need to find who they are as artists. When I look at them, I think of Florida Georgia Line, yeah. like completely and utterly, and one of them even looked like yeah. him. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm confused right now. Um, maybe Florida Georgia Line, when they were starting out, was mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. you know, they, they, there's some hope there. Yeah, less tattoos. Don't get there. Don't worry. <laughs> but um, they were good. They're, it was a cute duo. The guys were super cute. They had a lot of energy, great stage presence, which I think the first duo was lacking. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I like the performance. Uh, I definitely agree with the constructive criticism that mm-hmm. they got, that they didn't seem original, because we've seen so many duo male partners. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even Dan and Shay right now is one yeah. of the biggest duo, male duos right now, and they didn't feel original either. But I liked their their presence, and they, like, they were hitting the, the crowd, and mm-hmm. that's what you do. Yeah, totally agree with both of your takes on that one. Like, I like them. I like their sound. But, yeah, I couldn't get Florida Georgia Line out of my mind. So I'm like, well, to me, we already have Florida right. Georgia, Georgia Line. And there, there wasn't anything about their duo that made them really stand out. Mm-hmm. As in, but, I th- but I think they have it in there. I, I agree that yes. if they find a different sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah. something that's just, yeah, just more to them or something that, that they're still be fun to watch. All right, now let's talk about these characters. So we have the Copper Chief. Oh, my God. I love him. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I love him so much. So this is the country that I love, that gritty. I guess it is Outlaw. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was a fan of Outlaw. I guess I am. <laughs> um, I, I just love their voices and their personalities. And they're like, you know, in the traditional sense, they're not the – most handsome guys uh-huh. to look at, but their personalities and their voice and their stage presence made them so adorable. I'm like in love with them already. Yeah. Um, they, they're like them talking off stage reminded me a little bit of Midland of yeah. how they uh, are yeah. together. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. So I like, I think they totally work, but their voices are so unique. Each one had a different voice, something that was uh, mm-hmm. just them. And then together it was so beautiful. I love it. 
Yeah, I love them too. Like such personalities and charisma, and they're funny. They're legitimately funny when you listen to them. They're cracking jokes left and right. I was like, all right, I can get with this group. And the fact that, like, yes, they do physically stand out, which also makes them memorable in that sense because you don't really see that every single day, especially multiplied by three. (laughs) I I thought they were triplets, and but I also love that each of them can sing, Mm -hmm. and they spread the song out evenly between all three singers, and not one was better than the other. Mm -hmm. Like they were all very strong and I was like yeah this band has it all yeah mm-hmm. yeah I absolutely love them like for me I got the Midland vibe too like the, like they, they found their character but they were like they were like Midland meets Chris Stapleton yes and <laughs> their voice is like the Chris Stapleton but like Chris Stapleton on crack right. like it was just like this energy and this like just ah uh, that I just I just yeah. wanted to see more and I, everything they were doing from more like they, they're doing their sexy poses yeah. to their little lines they threw out you know that we said and um, it just they were just funny I just, mm-hmm. what else they were there? I mean, he was just like, you know, fire sale, everything must go. There's just so many funny things. And I just thought, okay, these guys are great. Yeah. Like, I would love to go to a show of, of theirs and be entertaining. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even he talks about the best thing about music being yeah. the stories that you can't tell. I'm like, I'm like, they have to have a million. Yeah. A million. Yeah. Yeah, multiplied by three. <laughs> multiplied yeah. by three. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. They're really fun. <laughs> Their manager probably has hands full. Right? Oh, definitely. PR. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. But I like how they, they do have fun, and you can tell that like they don't take themselves too, too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Especially when they're not known right now. So to start off already just fun, you know that this is this is a likable group that you can get with. Yeah. And one of them was going to go off to law school. He finished college, was going to go off to law school. So they're not like, you know, dumb dudes just hanging out (laughs) and drinking all day. They're smart. They're good, like smart Mm -hmm. guys. Yeah. So I I think that I would love to see what their music would be and become as they get bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see where it started too, like how it kind of evolved into the look and the sound that Mm -hmm. they have now. The little um, beer. Yeah, 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 where you just want to handle you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of stories with those mustaches. <laughs> yeah. They're fun, though. Yeah. They're super fun. Yeah. All right, so after round one, we had the Young Fables having four stars, Adair's Run having 3.3, and Copper Chief having 4.2. So, top two advance to the round two. All right, so round two, the Young Fables start out singing Strawberry Wine. Thoughts on this one? I love this song. Um, obviously, pacing-wise, completely different from everything of all the songs that we mm-hmm. heard throughout the entire night. And it's a challenge for them to, to go slow. Um, and But she did have a lot of emotion in it, mm-hmm. and I, I think she did it justice, honestly. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was good. I, I thought it was so similar to their first song. I would have loved to see something different, something mm-hmm. a little more upbeat, something more fun from them. Um, it was a party theme, so I was a little confused. Um, they went to drinking song again, so that was interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, it would have been nice to see um, Wes. Like, I feel like he's got like he could loosen something, up in there. Yes. Yeah, because he he seems adorable, and I just feel like he's got, yeah. So I think it would have been really surprising. It would have caught people by surprise mm-hmm. if he would have just gone crazy. Gone, yeah, yes. yeah. She's like pulling him down. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like she has a great voice, and but he the only time you really remember him actually being there during the performance was when he had his own guitar riff, yep. and that's. About it. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's that's true. 
All right. So then the other song we get is uh, What Was I Thinking? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I was a little like, oh, Dirk Bentley. That's an, I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, but they start singing it, and I was like, Dirk's who? What? I mean, I love Dirk Bentley, but I was like, right. oh, my God, this is their song. This is, like, these guys' song. Mm-hmm. So they did exactly what they were supposed to do on that stage. They made us forget who the original singer is. They made us forget the original version of the song, and they made it theirs, and it was mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, it was so much fun, especially with those three. I, I only question it's not a drinking song. It's just a fun dating kind of song. Like, oh, this is what crazy night that I had. To be a drinking, I'm, I'm confused. Maybe I'm wrong. Was round was two round drinking two? again? I, or party? I, don't, I don't know party. because I, I I actually questioned it because with round two, the first song from Young Fables was also a song about wine, yeah, yeah. drinking, and and then this one wasn't. So I. I think the show itself actually had to clarify better if True. the drinking theme was still relevant for the second, the second round. All right, we're going to have to go yeah, back. Yeah. You guys let us know. Comment below. Tell us. We'll go back and check it, too. Yes. But it's a fun First song. Night. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun song. What was I thinking? You have to, like, really kill that song because mm-hmm. that song is the song that made Dirk Bentley um, relevant and threw him into the mainstream of country. That's the one that got him noticed as an artist. So to, to do that... Yeah, they did a great job. So I know the answer, I'm sure, but you guys agree with the winner that was chosen in this first episode. 100%. (laughs) I actually agreed with all the rounds. So both rounds. I agreed with the top two, and I agreed 100% with the winner. Yeah, hundred percent times three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How fun to be sitting in that. I mean, now that's a studio audience. That's a show I want to sign up for. Yeah, like, I'm sure they're getting to drink and like right? hang out, right? I wish they taped in LA. Of all the shows, <laughs> not to tape in LA. I mean, really, road trip, ladies. Yeah, oh yeah, and it's very interactive with the crowd too because they're yeah. personally voting as well. Mm-hmm. And this round was fun too because we had Big and Rich. Mm-hmm. Yes! Oh yeah, let's talk, we, yes, we definitely need to talk about about them. It was a big and rich time. <laughs> big and rich. I mean, they're big, obviously, yeah. and they're rich, <laughs> and they're rich. But they are the epitome of party mm-hmm. guys when it comes to country. So it is so fitting that they were there for the second round. Yeah, they're. Oh my gosh, if you've ever seen them live, it's it's insanity on that stage i mean it's so crazy one of them is trying to like actually sing the song the other one's trying like just going nuts on the stage i can i'm sure you know who's who Um, (laughs) so yeah i'm sure they related with the with the um copper chief on stage Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i think what i one of the things i love so much about this show is it definitely illustrates like one of the things i love about country music so much is i feel like i feel like the artists are so just genuine, down-to-earth, like, up for a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell they have a good time with each other. It just, it's just just really fun to watch. And I think that's it's great real. right now with everything that's going on in the world. Yeah, I think we need right. a show like this mm-hmm. that's just fun and entertaining. Yeah, and we always see country music artists are always supporting other country music artists. Mm-hmm. And when we heard everyone announcing their songs, they're always like, I love the song. It meant so much to me. So you know that they truly appreciate other artists' yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's rare. <laughs> Amen. All right. Any other comments on the episode, ladies? I like well, they it. Want, oh, go ahead. Oh, oh so, yes. I like, I, I like the format. It's very simple to follow. Mm-hmm. And whereas other, I won't say what shows, but other singing competition shows can get very convoluted mm-hmm. in, the, in the ruling mm-hmm. system. And complicated. Um, exactly. We didn't mention the winner got 10 
$5,000. So that's okay. pretty awesome. And they're going to be at Stagecoach mm -hmm. the next year. So that is freaking crazy to be at the Stagecoach. Oh, my God. To be on that stage is ridiculous. Um, and then all the winners from every night come back. And mm -hmm. for the finale for the Grand Ole Opry. And $100,000. And $100,000. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It'll be really fun to watch. So I just feel like we're going to get some amazing, yes. see some amazing artists over these these episodes. So it should be great. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. You have a little, do you have a, a read for us, Marissa? Yeah, so something we, to say? we are a brand new after show here, <laughs> real country. I mean, but if you are a fan of after buzz, and not just country, but uh, I'm sure you'll be a fan, fans of all of our other after shows. And we have a lot of different types of genres, like dramas, reality, sci-fi, you know. And they're all on different YouTube channels under the AfterBuzz umbrella. But so us, we're asking you as fans to subscribe to our channels. Not just one, but multiple. Because you guys are, I'm sure, fans of multiple different shows. And But doing that also helps us. It grows our numbers. And it will content... It would tailor, you know, suggest content for you that you'll also like. So if you like our show, you probably like our Nashville show, which is on our drama channel. So, you know, just doing that helps build our audience. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be. They're completely optional. You just switch the button off. That's it. So subscribe now, and then you subscribe to all of our shows. There you have it. Mm -hmm. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to also each week play along with these games. So we're going to do a round where we each tell our favorite uh, drinking song, yes. drinking country song. So, Violet, what you got for us? Well, actually, um, oh, I think I'm up first. I'm up first. So if you've listened to our past after shows, um, you know, because we do love country here, <laughs> I am such a big fan of Little Big Town. <laughs> so, of course, I had to go with their day drinking. It's a catchy song. You know, it will yeah. get stuck in your head like an earworm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's such a great album, too. So, Day Drinking, so fun. I listen to it on repeat all the time. <laughs> all right, good one. Violet, next Am I up. next? Am I next? Am I oh, oh, I'm next. I'm next. Okay, I'm going old school just because I've had a lot of drinks to this song <laughs> and uh yeah so i'm going old school garth brooks friends in low places oh, classic classic i feel like you have to be drinking I during this I, yeah i don't think i've ever listened to the song without a drink right. if i am See, and the great thing about this song, like near the end, so many people actually join in on the song. <laughs> so it becomes a like a group. It's an uh, anthem. Yeah. yeah. I saw that one when we performed it in Vegas, Aww. which I gotta say was probably the best place to be drinking and yes. <laughs> I bet. Yes. Classic. Good choice. Good, Good choice. one. All um, right. Violet, what do you have? My favorite drinking song is from <laughs> one of my favorite singers, <laughs> Mr. Toby Keith. I, I don't think this song needs an introduction. I feel like we need Red Solo Cup. I know. Show. This song is kind of epic that they turned <laughs> a song about cups. <laughs> <laughs> 
I finally saw him in concert. I was telling you girls, and he's kind of he's epic. I mean, he is Toby Keith. See, also the great thing about this song, so many college people were singing. Yeah, yeah. Not just adults, just college people in general. I mean, <laughs> the cup has been epic for how many years? Right? That is, it's like nobody else brand has ever no, like, right. competed with that red solo. I mean, they they actually have you know the blue ones now that are you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's been that for so many years. <laughs> Iconic. Oh my god! Wow. So yeah. I, I need to go home and drink. I know. I have a yeah. This, this, <laughs> we should have had a drink. We I should know have we should. tonight. Missed opportunity. Just, yeah, really okay. makes you wanna. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we don't have predictions or anything with the show. This is our first reality. Yeah, at times. I guess. Um. Well, let's let's try to. Okay. Off the top, put everybody on the spot. Uh-huh. What do you predict might be one of the categories Ooh. for an episode? TV predictions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go like really simple, but definitely love songs. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, that's an easy like, heartbreak song. Yes. I'll, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I'll buy a ball. Um, about life maybe, because that's kind of country's theme in general. I'll just go with that. Life songs. Mm-hmm. You can also go with death, sadly, yeah, if you're going to do that, losing sure. something. Um, I was going to go maybe like revenge, anger, get back. That's all Miranda maybe. Lambert right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's very true. <laughs> I uh, think Carrie Underwood. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think this was. Yep. yep. I was having the baseball bat yeah, yeah. when I was thinking about that one. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, this has been amazingly fun. Guys, we hope you're having fun with this one, too. We love, let's, let's talk about this show all season long. I think it's going to be so fun to talk about and comment. So comment below, tweet at us, whatever. We'll give you some shout outs. Tell us, you know, what categories you think you're going to see. Um, all right, guys, where can everybody follow you at? Everyone can follow me at everywhere at Serpini TV. <laughs> You can follow me everywhere at Violet Canyon. And you can follow me at JJ Jorgens. Thanks so much. We'll see you again next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.